going on, America? I am Graham Allen, and welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. Colonel Allen West joins us today again in the studio, but this time we're going to talk about should we be shouting our abortions? Uh, should Popeye's chicken and Chick-fil-A be brought into a race battle? And we're also going to discuss gun control, and we're going to talk about the fact of our Republican men, the greatest terrorist threat America faces. Sit back, relax, and welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. Hey! What's going on, America? <laughs> and welcome to the Wednesday episode of the Woo. Dear America Woo-woo. podcast. We are so excited to have Colonel Allen West in the building Yay. again. Uh, our last episode, Don't California, My Texas, was one of our top episodes, actually. People mm-hmm. loved... Look at him nodding yeah, like, of right. course, uh, obviously. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, people love having you on the show, and we really appreciate it's you old man Wednesday. Uh, coming old back man. on. So so let's start it off r- with a bang really quickly. Sir, you have a big announcement that's <gasps> official now, so why don't you tell everybody what that is? Yeah, and it has to do with Don't California, My Texas. And uh, I'm running for the uh, chairman of, of the Republican Party. Hey! Of Texas. Yay! So, That's awesome. All right, all so right, cool. all right. Uh, where can people go to sure. find out how to support you on it that? It is West W E S T the number four Texas dot okay. com. West four Texas Awesome, easy, easy enough. Uh, well, we are excited now being yeah. in Texas to have that. Uh, happening uh, so anything needed. that we can do just let us know and we would love to uh, spread the word shake things mm-hmm. up for have you have your endorsement there I we mean, go there we go well we love having you on the show uh, again I tell I've told you this multiple times uh, when I was first starting I you know Colonel Allen West, I mean you know I, you you were this huge huge inspiration and Thank now you. to have you here and this is the you know uh, the third time you've been on you've been on rant nation once this mm-hmm. is twice on the podcast mm-hmm. uh if you'd have told me two years ago that we'd be doing this i would have called you crazy so <laughs> i appreciate you uh coming on the show speaking of appreciation we just want to say thank you uh to all the listeners Monday's episode was our highest charted and fastest charted episode. So we're not only reaching the top shows now, we're also reaching top 100 downloaded episodes hey. every time we do it. Thank, thank you. Well, thank it's you. not us. It's not us. It is It is you, the listeners. So I just wanted to say thank you guys so much. Uh, you know, we, we appreciate the support. We felt like it would be semi-successful, but we had no idea that, that, that the... Uh, the support would be so high. So thank you guys. Yeah. Yes, uh, thank make you. sure you're subscribing and five starring this episode and tell one friend, but today is Wednesday. So that means it's question day, question day from you, the audience. So let's start this off uh, with uh, a good bang of a question that we all really want to know. Uh, why the crap is Jake a Royals fan? Being from Missouri, the Cardinals are the only way to go. I, th- I think I know who wrote that. Uh, <laughs> He's messaged me. I'm not going to. I'm not going to disclose the name. Well, Jake, tell us why are you the inferior team's fan? The inferior. I think we just won the World Series, but. Uh, yeah, we're on opposite sides of the state. So okay. St. Louis is on the east side. We're on the west side. We actually have the I-70 showdown where we play each other. Right. Oh. And, uh, I mean, it wouldn't make much sense for me to be okay. a Cardinals fan. I support them. They're a Missouri team, but, okay. you know, I support the hometown for sure. Sir, being from Texas, are you an Astros fan or a Rangers fan? Uh-oh. Or neither? Uh-oh. He said, are He's you serious? You neither. 
Born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. There, well, okay, oh, oh. all right, Braves, yeah. Braves, Braves fan. Okay, Always that's right. Braves you fan. said that before. NFL, I knew yes. that. If you had to pick one though on the Texas side, what, what which Uh-oh. way would you go? He's gonna start a war. He's not starting a war. No, it's not. Start, I, I mean, I, I like you know Texas Rangers. When you think about yes. Texas Rangers, there you go. okay. You know, that's that's it's America colors. It is. Too. That's America why I like it. Yeah. Patriotic. Now, I will say, though, I do assimilate. So I did get a Rangers. Hat. I did. I we did, did too. <laughs> we did well, too. Where we yeah. grew up in Mississippi, there's not a professional team. So when we moved here, we're like, you know what? We're just going to adopt. Uh, a, an MLB team, sure. and people are like, "Why did you pick the Rangers?" Uh, and, because and they have red, white, and blue. They're colors. not doing that well towards the back end of the season here. But I look at it like this: you cannot accuse us of being bandwagoners Truth. at That's this right. point. Exactly. We we picked a That's team. So and we're they're not with doing them. great right this second. So if they ever do win, by God, we'll be able and to they say have had their their moments. Yep, they have. They made it to the World Series they once. Certainly yeah. Did. Um, all right. So <laughs> anyway, great question. Yeah, great, <laughs> great question. <laughs> Here, Home all right. Run. So let's see here, and we'll go to the guest first. So here's Uh-oh. a good one. This is from a younger viewer. So the okay. cool thing about this podcast, everyone is younger than me. Well, <laughs> okay, I don't know about that. Uh, we have such a wide range of listeners, and so this one's from a um, a teenager. So, and we'll go guest first, and we'll go around tips for conservative teens in blue state schools. Stand your ground. I like it. To no. the point, Alyssa. Oh, pass. Pass. <laughs> uh, let me think. You're... Okay. Well, I've had this. This is complicated because what had... can teenagers that are conservatives do to to basically live their life in a school that is a liberal blue school? Is what he's asking. Oh, I got you. Okay. Well, yeah. I would or say, she. I would I, say I stand know. your ground too, but I also say be careful because I have had a lot write me who say they get you know they might get beat up or different things. So I'd also say be careful and remember your safety as well, depending mm-hmm. on what kind of school you go to. Jake. Find some like-minded friends uh, <laughs> yeah, in the school. Important. If you don't have any, uh, you know, yeah, stand your ground. Be open-minded. Uh, just because your parents raised you a certain way doesn't mean you're locked down to certain beliefs. You right. know, be open-minded. Discuss uh, different topics with people, and and don't be pushed around by your teachers, even too. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. I, I think that you have to stand firm in what you believe. Uh, but at the same time, you need to obviously have, uh, to use a military term, and I, ugh, I hate doing this, but you need to have situational awareness of where you're at. Obviously, don't <laughs> don't pop into the cafeteria and there's 100 uh, Trump haters, and then you pop in yeah. there with a MAGA hat on just asking, just asking to get beat up. You know, I mean, I mean that there is there is truth in that, but, but definitely don't back down on what you believe. Why do liberals think there are... So- Oh, sorry, they misspelled this. Why do liberals think they are so much further ahead in the polls while new facts are saying differently? So reports were coming out, even from Fox News like a week ago, and they just released a new poll actually showing that Donald Trump's winning, whereas a week ago it was Donald Trump's losing to every single Democrat that he could possibly face. Um, I think that it's a repeat of 2016. There was a poll in October uh, showing 92 percent that <laughs> Hillary. Hillary Clinton was going to win, yeah. oh, yeah. and Donald Trump they gave him eight percent, eight percent. I want to know who's doing all these polls. There are people that need to have relevance and need to have attention. So you know, if if I'm not putting something out, then what are you paying me to do? Yeah. But again, like you said in 2016, these guys were so wrong. Mm-hmm. that you know they have lost a lot of credibility and no one is going to really pay attention to anything until 
next mm-hmm. October yeah. or, you know, yep. at all. So these polls. Well, I want to know now. who they're polling, too, because yeah. because yeah. That's, yeah. these are controlled polling. I've never taken a poll before. Th- that's, exactly, that's exactly right. Yeah. It's not like they're actually taking data. They've asked millions of Americans. What? No, they take about 500 people mm-hmm. that they pick. And then they go out of these 500 people, 92 yeah. percent of BYU. And, and, and <laughs> my, my question is like, who whose mind is that changing? Nobody. Like, go out and I vote for less. who you want. It's like, oh, they're saying Trump's going to lose, so now I'm not going to vote for him. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Now, so speaking of voting, let's hop in. This is not a question, but it's a good lead into this. AOC comes out yesterday and basically saying that we need to get rid of the electoral college because it empowers white supremacists basically like like it's designed to give all the power to white men slash white supremacists so she's taking it even a step further now as she often does it's not just that the electoral college is outdated and we need to change it she's saying (laughs) that in fact it gives power to racist people sir what do you think well, if she would uh, study her history, she would understand that her party was the the, the beginning of white supremacists. And mm-hmm. it's know, amazing how many Dems don't know the history of yeah. their own party, or they try to destroy the history, right? Yeah. And that's taking the down the part. monuments, taking down the monuments, and everything. But look, this, she is the gift that keeps on giving, and I hope they continue <laughs> to allow her to talk Me yeah. too. because all that's going to happen is she will be the face. Mm-hmm. That people yep. will think about when they're walking into the polling locations, just the same as Omar, Tlaib, yep. and Presley. Yep. So please let you know AOC and your little girl squad, Suicide Squad, wherever you want to call yourself, <laughs> keep talking because you're going to turn off a whole lot of Americans. Right. And so, to, to, so let's expand on that a little bit because because I become more and more aware. That I mean, people obviously know what the Electoral College is, but there are many, many everyday Americans that don't truly understand. You know, they hear uh, from the Dems, well, we need to get rid of the Electoral College because the primary populations live in these certain areas. So why should they not decide who's going to be the president of the United States? And some people just hear that stuff and they're like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, I guess I can see their point when they say something. But a really good argument I heard for the Electoral College is this the other day. What the Electoral College does is he makes it, it he it makes it to where the 51% can't tell the other 49% yeah. what to do. And the the reason that this is so mm. vitally important, why why have people been in Iowa the past 2 weeks? Who goes to Iowa? Who cares? I mean, or I would like a vacation. Like, yeah, do you, yeah, like, sure. do you yeah. like corn? I mean, you know, that's what Joe corn. Rogan said. He's like, well, I guess if you like corn, you're in Iowa. The reason that they are there <laughs> is because the Electoral College makes it to where states that don't have necessarily the population that, I don't know, Los Angeles does and things like that, or California in general, it allows them to have a voice. And what would happen is if you got rid of the Electoral College, People running for president or elected office in that regard would only pay attention to the 51%. Because if all you had to do was get to 51% of the vote, you would have 49% of America. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is exactly. I'm sure it's like 150 million people, 165, something like Mm -hmm. that. All those people wouldn't matter to you. 
that's a lot of people. And that's why the Electoral College is actually in place and is so important. Well, it's the it's the calculus. You know, you go back and you look at, okay, everyone talks about Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Hillary Clinton won 12 states. Yeah. And so what you're saying is then you want 12 states to have the majority. You want 12 states to institute their tyranny against the other 38 states. But also when you think about it, you see it happening in, like you say, with your T-shirt in the the red states where people are moving (laughs) in and they're taking over the cities, urban population Mm -hmm. centers. So you're going to get to a point, even in a place like Texas, where Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, Houston, El Paso, Corpus Christi, and now they got the targets on Tarrant County and Fort Worth. Mm. They're going to dictate everything yeah. that happens in Texas. So West Texas doesn't matter. East Texas won't matter. Yeah. The the little rural areas of North Texas won't matter. So this is the whole point. The founding fathers were brilliant to say, we don't want a pure democracy. Right. We don't want the rule of, of this many, of this, uh, this majority, because then that leads toward a tyranny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that a lot of people and this is something that the Democrats do very, very, very well. They just say things and they don't really think about the repercussions of what they're saying. Just look at the basic like, I don't know, economics of it and the structure of our society. If you got rid of the Electoral College, why would you choose to live somewhere where you know you have no voice and no say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these places like the flyover states That's and things they, like that, mm-hmm. people would mass evacuate those places. Then they would overpopulate the areas of which actually have a voice. Mm-hmm. Then you would have this huge infrastructure collapse. People don't think about that kind of stuff. Well, mm-hmm. you know what you just meant, what you just really brought up, Graham, and, and y'all will understand the Hunger Games. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, everything was about the capital. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're volunteering as tribute. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and everyone else, the districts were just there to serve the capital. Yeah. And so that's what you end up having. So that, you know, the flyover country is just there to provide the resources so the people in the capital can, you know, live their little extravagant lives. That was a very in- incredible movie if you think yeah. about it in terms of societal of structure. Of what could yeah, be. Yeah. Yeah. Of what a, lot, could be. a lot of those places like Los Angeles, Austin, those places are filled with transplants. So a lot of the population are people that aren't even from Texas or yeah. from California. Yeah. Yeah. So the rest of the state, born and raised, don't even have a voice in their own state. That's one reason why I love these podcasts, because it gives us the opportunity to, in long form, discuss things. Absolutely. You know, 220 characters on Twitter isn't a lot to dive into stuff. And so when I, I encourage everybody, when you hear or read things that people like AOC say, really dive into this stuff, because it's easy to say, oh, let's just get rid of the Electoral College and have a popularity contest. Well, on the on the outside, that sounds like a oh, okay. You know, I can kind of. But from a fair standpoint, from a a formation of America standpoint, when well, that leaves a lot of people who really don't matter anymore, if you do that mm-hmm. anyway. Um, anyway, that led into a good discussion there. All right, here's a good one. So it's going more towards the uh, the Christian side of things here. Uh, we opened up that door, <laughs> and so <laughs> That's now, all right. so now it's there. That's so good. can there be such a thing? As a liberal Christian, I thought that was a very, very in-depth and good question. Well, if you look at the textbook definition of what a liberal is, going back to John Locke and classical liberalism, it is about individual freedom. Mm-hmm. And John Locke was a guy that came after Martin Luther. Martin Luther said that every person has a right to have a personal individual relationship right. with God and with Jesus. And John Locke said, well, 
if we all have that spiritual right, then we have natural rights and all of our natural rights come from our creator. And so we don't need to go through kings and queens and dukes and duchesses. Now, that's truly what liberalism is supposed to be about. I think what they're talking about is, can you be a leftist leftist, and be a Christian? A progressive socialist. And I would say no. Yeah, I I think that that's the true. uh, Charlie Kirk does a really good job of separating the two because naturally people just include them all together, liberals and leftists, where actually they're two completely separate things. Yes, they are. Uh, I think what this part, I don't know, I'm assuming they're saying, can a radical leftist be a fundamental Christian? And I think the answer to that is no, just because the radical left just supports and pushes things that there's no way as a Bible-believing Christian you could support. By by abortion topic alone, mm-hmm. I don't see how you can claim to be a leftist and and believe scripture wise if you're a bible believing christian i don't see how you can how you can be both well yeah. the thing is they are secular humanists yeah and so they don't believe that god is supreme yep and so therefore when you hear all of these leftists talking about that all your rights being a right to health care a right to murder a baby in the womb yep. uh, a right to a free education you know, they're saying that we are greater than God. We can supplant him. Your inalienable rights don't come from a creator, life, living, and pursuit of happiness. We can guarantee your happiness. Right. And so, you know, all of a sudden now we don't have two genders. Oh, we yeah. Have, oh, what, what, well, we brought well, out the list the other day. 70 some odd genders. Facebook only recognizes 71, but there's actually like 127 now. 120. I think it's infinite. I think, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, to put Jake, a number Jake on Jake is it. a firm proponent propo- of the gender number. He's like, it's infinite. We can do I mean, whatever how, we want. how can we ever put a number on it if they keep popping up? I want the gender that makes me a millionaire. What is that? Yeah. What well, is that gender? Yeah. Good luck. Let me know. <laughs> All right. So so real quick, and this uh, this is going to get me on a on a topic, and I think we'll probably be able to stay on this one a while. We, we naturally led into it, so I'm going to bring it up. Alyssa Milano mm-hmm. is in headlines again. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, she wins Baby Hater Award of the decade at this point. All right. So she's in the tabloids now because apparently she had an interview where basically she says that she's proud of her two abortions. She had in 1993, two in the same year. You'd think you figure out how pregnancy keeps happening, but that's a whole nother topic. She says, um, that she would be completely, hold on. Let me, let me read it. I got it. Oh, here it is. Elizabeth Milano. If I hadn't opted for two abortions in 1993, my life would be completely lacking all its great joys today. So Is she talking uh, about her other children? No, no, that's the point. So let me let, let me just focus on that really quick, all right? You would be deprived of your great joys today. The greatest joy in life is God blessing you with a child god help those two kids or three kids she has that made it you know they're looking at each other going whoo thank you dodge that bullet when did we get into a society where we are proud of abortions right what in the topic of abortion is this nice thing that you are murdering a child plain and simple you know who never got to experience great joys the baby you murdered you know who didn't get to experience great joys? The second baby you murdered. It is, <laughs> I, baby lives matter, period, plain and simple. When you spread this rhetoric, you're telling younger women 
that it's okay to have an abortion. No, it's not okay. Mm -hmm. It is not okay to have an abortion, period. It's murder. Show me two sonograms. Show me the rape baby. Show me the normal baby. You can't because they're the same. They're both people. I think there's a difference between her influence and using it to be like, this is a great joy. Abortion's great versus someone who, you know, you're not condemning. You're actually saying, you know, this was a, a poor decision. For your sake, I hope you know what I'm saying. Like she just pushes it as it's, it's a joy. It's I, a privilege. I think the great joy is her money and success. It was like, a selfish else? decision. The She's f- basically saying that if she hadn't made this decision, she wouldn't have gotten famous. Wouldn't she have been wouldn't an have actress, had money. Had the so money. by very definition, you are saying that abortion is a a selfish decision. B you made it so you could profit and benefit at the cost of human life. You're selfish. It's terrible. And for that, I do judge your decision. I do. People get mad about, well, you're shaming people. that had When they say things like that, that they made the decision purely out of selfishness, you're right. You're dang right. I do. I'm judging you. Yeah. Well, and it comes back to that previous question you said where, you know, kind of liberal, but really a leftist be, uh, you know, The Christian principles, uh, can they co- coexist? Right. And so I go back to Deuteronomy uh, chapter 30, uh, verses 15 through 20, where God says that I li- give you these choices. You can choose life or you can choose death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's a conflict. You know, it's a very you- Christian thing you just did, sir. Actually going to scripture to like gain perspective. Like that's a. It's a crazy thing, really, you know, if you're a Christian <laughs> no. to do that these days. But, well, but, but good that's on what you. you're supposed to Exactly. Do. And I think that it is not what, what has happened in our, our society today is because of comments like what she just made. We have truly dehumanized children yep. in the United States of America. It's sickening. Where, you know, and, and I wrote a piece about the real lesson learned from Jeffrey Epstein is how we have devalued our kids mm-hmm. yep. that people can look at our kids that way. And and so now it's you're not, not a person yet. You're not a person yet. Or even now, I mean, according to governor Northam, we'll just set the baby off to the side, and mm-hmm. make I him comfortable we may come and figure out what we're going to do. Ralph so, Northam is still, <laughs> he is still, he uh, was not going anywhere. I, that's what I'm saying. He's he still at office, by the way, just, you know, to remind everybody. Yeah, so, so, I mean, Kermit Gosnell, how many, you know, the, 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 the doctor in Philadelphia. You mm-hmm. didn't hear the media talking about Kermit Gosnell. Now, he is in prison for exactly what Governor Cuomo signed into law in New York. So mm-hmm. we yep. have a cultural problem yep. uh, where we just Amen. don't. We, we have devalued yep. the lives of our children. And shame on Alyssa Milano, because I can tell you this past summer, I watched my youngest daughter graduate yep. from college. I watched my oldest daughter graduate from physician assistant yep. school. That's the two great joys right. of yeah. life. That's right. I, I love my children more than I know how to put into words. They drive me crazy sometimes. They do. <laughs> I, you know, no, that's full children. transparency. There you are times. You drove your parents you just, crazy. I that's did. Right. You, sometimes <laughs> you just want to love them so much. You're like, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I cannot imagine life my them. life without the joys of children. I stood there the other day and watched my daughter just draw the other day, sitting at the table. And I remember, and she's getting really good at it. And I just remember thinking what a blessing it is to even be able to stand here and look at my daughter, just draw on a piece of paper. That's the greatest blessings that we have as people. Kids remind us and show us that we can be better. And when you selfishly decide to murder a baby for selfish reasons, like Alyssa Milano, she's not even hiding it. I think you are 
you're spitting in the face of what Jesus wants to bless you with. You're spitting in God's eye. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, that's his miracle that he has that's given right. to us. And that's our first inalienable right. So you're spitting in his eye. And I got to tell you something, you know, I would not want to be her. Nope. I agree. All right. So before we move on, let's get into a sponsor. The Amazon Capital One data breach just hit. 106 million of us just had our names, home addresses, and banking information exposed. Forget credit card theft. Your far greater risk is home title fraud. Title fraud is rampant because identity thieves figured out the title and mortgage to our homes are kept online. Their big payday comes by forging your name off your home's title so it appears they own your home. Then they borrow all your equity till it's gone. Mm. Forget your insurance, bank, or identity theft program. They don't touch this. Home Title Lock does, and they do it by locking down your home's online title and mortgage. The first 60 days after crimes, like the Amazon server Capital One breach, are crucial. So I got you 60 risk-free days of Home Title Lock protection. Claim your 60 risk-free days of protection at HomeTitleLock.com and enter your home address to see if you're already a victim. That's HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com. All right. So, uh, ooh, Jake, real quick, we got a great comment yesterday. Uh, They're talking about the fact that I read the ads and articles from my phone. Yeah. They're like, uh, can, can you not afford... Uh, you a teleprompter, know, like a teleprompter or a, or an iPad or something. I don't know, dude. Why don't you donate some money and we'll do it? But as of now, I like reading it off my phone. I like having sure, it, it looks right good. here. That's yeah. your personal teleprompter. Yeah, that's I don't. Right. I don't get man yeah. entitled people. Really, you know that <laughs> that's that's the problem you have with the show. I think we're doing we're pretty doing good. pretty good. Ooh, here is a good one to turn it back funny side. I've got three good ones. You guys ready? ready. Change gears. All right, this viral tweet. From Jennifer Titus took the world by storm. Oh my God. The world. The world. The world. I'm serious. I believe this you. is this is legit. This is the one of the biggest marital debates Uh-oh. of all time. Toilet paper. How cool do you keep your house? Hashtag uh, Dear America. Exactly. I thought it was right. the toilet paper. New report shows these as the recommended tips for energy for, for energy for energy efficiency. Hashtag Dear America, let us know if you agree with this. 78 degrees when you're home. No. 85 when you're at work or away. No. And 82 when you're sleeping. These are demons in people's bodies living amongst us. That's 10 degrees at night. That's what serial killers do. Yeah. Period. You are a serial killer. I'm 69 degrees at night. I sweat out my toxins. 60. 60, Okay, Jake, what's it on at your house normally? Uh, uh, 68 at night. He's a degree uh, colder than us. Yeah, man. seventy whenever we're in. home, like in the evening. Seventy-five when we're gone. All right, sir. What about you? Seventy-one to seventy-two, constant. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. We, we are seventy during the day, and at night I drop it to sixty-nine. One. We drop it. Yeah, one. we drop it yeah. one degree. One degree. I don't know who you interviewed here. I, I'm having a really, a really hard time understanding that. Well, my, my energy company does nights free, so when, 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. is free. So when it's awesome. 85 it degrees down. outside, I don't go outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? So why yeah. in the world would you want... Uh, Our I, kids I, wouldn't sleep. I just don't even know. they wouldn't sleep. I don't no. understand. That's, There's no way you don't sweat at 82 degrees with covers on top. There's no way. That's disgusting. Disgusting. Shame on you. Hashtag Dear America. Let us know. All right. 
Sir, I'm glad you're here for this one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know if you're aware, but is you are. A, is this a question about Geritol or something? No. <laughs> you are. You are. No, but it's going the other direction. You are slightly a darker complexion than me. Oh, there slightly. you go. So I am, <laughs> I am glad for it's you. It's a lot. You're really white. Thanks. Love you. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. I appreciate that. I'm surprised you even <laughs> came back to the know. podcast. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> I was wow. being the biggest terrorist threat to America. All right. So about two or three days ago, there was this huge Twitter battle between Chick-fil-A and Popeye's. Which oh. one had the best chicken sandwich? Oh, I'm Chick-fil-A. Tell, I'm, yeah. Easy. Well, no, now Popeye's has come out with a new one. No. That's why it no started. <laughs> I haven't tried the Popeye's me, one me, yet, uh, so uh, I can't. Let me, let me just tell you why, okay? <laughs> okay. Chick-fil-A. Jesus chicken. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Well, that too. The Chick-fil-A <laughs> was starred in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, <laughs> here we go. There you go. Popeye's. Nolans. No. Uh, See, that's why I don't like Popeye's. I like, Saints. I like some Popeye's Saints. now. I will say. It's right, easy. But that's not, that's, not, that's not what caught my attention. Okay. All right. Go. What caught my attention was one person's uh, reply that actually got huge traction because apparently everybody agrees with him. All right. I'm going to try to quote this as best I can. Y'all talking about Popeye's chicken sandwiches, but can't pop your eyes open and see that the white man has a sandwich between poverty and oppression. And I'm just curious your Wait. thoughts. One, do you first of all, what the Sam Hill? Yeah, what? He went way off in left sandwich between poverty and oppression. He went wet. He took I like the popular. He took, he yeah, took a poll between two chicken sandwiches and turned it into a race battle. And people took off with it. They're all like, "You so woke. You so right." Blah blah blah. Oh. My question to you is. How Just in, eat the chicken and shut the, up. Okay, yeah, stop. One you know, spicy, I am sick not. and tired of everything <laughs> yeah. being, you know, brought down to the issue of race. Right. It's just a daggum chicken sandwich. Yep. Just okay. eat it, man. Okay. Just eat it. Chick-fil-A bowl. What I mean now, is that gonna be a racist bowl? <laughs> yeah, probably I, now. I, just don't, you I don't understand the thought process of like you said, why are we at this point where even something as meaningless, really, it's fun. Like, it's fun. Do you like Popeye's better or Chick-fil-A? It's fun, yeah. you know? And you turn it into this race thing. Y'all talk about eating chicken. Victim while mentality. The, while the black man is sandwiched between poverty and oppression. But that's the yeah, culture but, yeah, right but, now. But who sandwiched you between poverty that's and oppression? That's the question yeah. that you okay. really need to ask. That's, yeah. that's the whole point. Look at Baltimore. Okay, look at certain, you know, certain neighborhoods here in in Dallas. Look at all of these, Chicago, Detroit, Washington D.C. So if you want to talk about who's sandwiching you, yeah. then let's get to the to the real discussion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, those are the exact same people that you continue to support yeah, that's right. because you say that you woke. You sleep as hell. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's, if I no, no, no. It's a place. You know, so I mean, that, that's Hades. the, the, Hades. the truth. <laughs> it's a place. All right. So, all right, sir. And, and, and I brought this up because this happened here in Texas, actually. Um, so uh, it is not unknown that, 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 that black males like uh, the lines, the hard lines cut into their hairline, right? Oh, that's true, because I tried to I mean, I mean, that I mean, that, that's a standard thing. Even even us white guys, well, I don't have the hairline for it, but Jake, you get the hard line, the hard sometimes. part cut into your hair and everything. I think it's cool. I think it's good you look. You kind of got a little bit of vanilla ice hair. Yeah! It's starting to get there. Trends repeat themselves, Jake. Remember that. All right, so Texas school officials sued. They're sued. It's already gone legal. All right. For allegedly coloring in a black student's fade haircut (laughs) with a permanent marker because it went against the hair guidelines of the school. 
So basically, wow. so basically, the school schools have guidelines. School says you can't have ridiculous hairlines cut into your head. Yeah, but shouldn't you so call the, the kid, parents? Kid shows yeah. up and they're like, "Well, hey, We're no need to call the parents. We'll just color it in real quick." <laughs> let me, let me sounds, get my sharpie. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like a we that sounds like a redneck uh, solution to a here we go. <laughs> Better than buzzing it all Is that a off. racist thing to do? Because that's what they're suing for, that that's racist. Is that a racist thing? No, it's not a it's racist thing. It's a dumb thing. It's, I don't know why yeah, you do it's, it. It's stupid. a stupid thing. But again, everything has to be about racism. Look, it, there's there's a code, yeah, an appearance code, and your kids are supposed to adhere to it. If you're sending your kid there, obviously before the school year, you signed off that's on right. these things yeah, and you know. Exactly. So what they should have done was they should have called you know Johnny or, you know, parents and send them home yeah send them home hey this is you know you're in violation of code whatever uh and that's that but i agree buzz it why do we have to sue everything where are people getting this money to get the lawyers to sue it's expensive to sue haven't you seen all the billboards (laughs) i mean (laughs) it's expensive man you get a lawyer for anything have your kids have had their hair sharpied call when it Uh, we all right. get paid Jake, what do you, you got? Let, let, let's mix it up a little bit uh, here. The other day, I brought up uh, that guy who was suing Katy Perry for mm-hmm. sexual mm-hmm. misconduct. There's a second Hashtag person. Hashtag me too. There's oh, a no. second person coming forward, a female, saying Katy Perry acted inappropriate at an industry party, drunkenly touching her and trying to kiss her after being told to back off. I have no problems believing that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we live. That. We live in a society and culture where women can do... In in terms of sexual stuff, let, let, let's just let's just break it down to the most bare minimum of things. When it comes to sex or anything sexually related, we live in a culture where women can do literally whatever they want. Yeah. Period. They can do whatever they want, however they want it. Basis of samples are this: women can walk around with cleavage and stuff hanging out all the time. Literally, the lowest amount of tops you can. It's perfectly acceptable. It's okay. It's even wanted. You better not look, though. Let a dude walk around with half of, you know what, hanging out, and he's in jail. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just saying, but they're both, they're both sexual parts of a body. So why is one okay and the other one's not? Because one is pretty and one is not. Wow. Are you you saying that the female body is more pretty? Absolutely. Whoa. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Everyone knows that. I agree with you. (laughs) I think think we're actually hideous at the end of the day. But but what I'm saying is I have no problems believing that. Of course, Katy Perry did. I guarantee Uh, she's done it a hundred times. I'll show you some pictures of women's body. That ain't pretty. Why do you why do you have pictures of women's bodies google has it okay, uh, okay. Trouble. <laughs> I, yeah. I just w- w- we live in a society to where there is a drastic double standard of yes. what's acceptable sexually for men and what's acceptable sexually for women if a dude walks up because there was one where she like literally pulled the dude's pants down yeah all right if a dude walked up and pulled the pants and underwear down of a woman forget about over. it he'd be done Forever. Well, you think about, you know, the the teachers, the teachers and students thing. Yeah. I mean, we look at, you know, if a man, you know, has an inappropriate relationship with a young female mm-hmm. student, I mean, it's like toast. Oh, yep. oh, yeah. But when it's the female and she comes on, most of us say, oh, man, you know, what's, what's the big deal? Or the dad probably saying, that's my boy. That's yeah. Yeah. Right. Where were those teachers when I was a kid? I, yeah. have, I, have, I have made a joke. Of that <laughs> yeah. uh, if see, my daughter Graham. comes home with anyone that's even a month older, I'd be like, no, but if my 
my son comes home with like he's a freshman, she's a senior, I'd be like high fives. <laughs> well, <laughs> Joe Rogan did I'm the thing kidding. about Weinstein. He's like, if it was my daughter, I would kill Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. If it was Harvina Weinstein and it was my son, how, how, how bad, bad do you want to be Spider Man? How bad son? do you want to be Batman? <laughs> <laughs> terrible. I, 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 no, but but that's the that culture. Is no, it it is. Is. It's the culture. It's the culture. It's 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 acceptable for men to date. Um, younger women, and it's less accepted for younger women to date older men. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, it's just, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, it's 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 strange how certain things are okay. Or we even call a woman that is dating a younger man, you know, a certain name. Yeah, and it can somewhat be derogatory or demeaning or denigrating. But like you said, an older guy. I mean, he walks in with a you know a twenty or thirty year old, and everybody's like, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll tell you something else that, that that's interesting, man. And I don't agree with it whatsoever. But but a trend that I'm noticing is people seem to be far more accepting of a black man and white woman now than they are of a white man, black woman seems to be. It seems to be weird like that, that that, that, that we have these things to where some things are more accepted and just understood well, and then blah, 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 blah. I will tell you that uh, my oldest daughter, uh, boyfriend, who will soon be her fiance, uh, number one, I don't like him because he's an Alabama football. Oh, you know, Grandin. Oh, no. I mean, you know, every Thursday. But, I mean, he's uh, he's white. Yeah. And, and, and who cares? So, and, you know, yeah. yeah. And she's who cares? happy. And, yeah. and so that's the big thing. But, you know, it's interesting because when you look at the decimation of young black males in society yeah. today, mm-hmm. you know, you know, my daughter said, Dad, you know, I have to be with someone that, you know, can sh- I can share my 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 feelings, my beliefs, yeah. and yeah. and I don't want to have this that that stigma of you know. Yeah. Me and Alyssa have had this conversation a lot. Yeah. You know where, where we come from in Mississippi. You know there there was there was a stigma. It's not that way in Mississippi anymore. Mm-hmm. But you know you're still living the, the the stigma against it a little bit in Mississippi. I, and and I I don't care. You know, no, I, I really I don't. don't. If yeah. if it's a dude that and treats my daughter over. the right Absolutely. way, or matters. or if That's it's right. a girl that that loves my son the way or sons the way that they need to be, like I don't care. No. You know what? Whatever. I just don't like the fact he's an Alabama <laughs> football. Fan. I you know was what? just Wait. stating That's that there Wait, is me, a I'm people gonna, people seem to view on, it different ways. Hang on, I'm going to encourage you for a minute because I'm a Mississippi State fan, and so is my father, and he's an Alabama fan. And daddy's almost come around after 10 years of marriage to Graham. Yeah. So there's hope. For there you, is sir. hope. There is hope. It, it, it may be 10, it's 11 tough. years down the it's road. Tough. but uh, It was you know. a tough. Ooh, Alyssa, this is a good one for you. Oh, no. Okay. Prepare yourself. I haven't had much All coffee. Right. Go ahead. And then I'd love to get the female perspective first, and then we'll go around the room as men. Okay. All right. <laughs> Why are women so offended in 2019 when you actually treat them like a lady? Excellent question. I guess probably back to culturally, we can do it ourselves. We're independent. We don't need nothing from no man, yada, yada, blah. Do real women believe that? I mean, do real women want that kind of thing? No, we want a gentleman. Because I can stop stop doing certain things if I need to. (laughs) I don't want to be around. And you know what's sad, though? We should be thankful. But we also shouldn't be entitled or expect that, too. I mean, it's a balance. Like, if you want a good man, you need to be a good woman. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It's... 
it's a scary time, honestly, raising kids. It's I don't a scary like taking time. the trash out. I don't like to be the one that has to confront the rodent or bug in the house. You know, I don't like yep. spiders either. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I, I, I completely agree. Let's just let's just level the whole plan. No, uh, sir. What do you think? From is chivalry dead? No, I, I don't think chivalry is dead. I think that the people on the left would like for it to be dead. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, they have redefined it as toxic masculinity. That's right. mm-hmm. You know, if you're, you know, there was a reason why the movie Braveheart was successful. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just for the guys. Right. It's because women saw this incredibly passionate romantic warrior. Yeah. And he was lopping off heads because they killed his wife. Yeah. And, and he married her in secret so that the English Lord would not be able to have her. Right. And so I think that, you know, we should still look to and raise up these, you know, young, strong, ma- you know, men and, and warriors. But they have to have the right reason why they're standing up and fighting for things. Yeah. And that's what women are looking for. There's nothing wrong to be a protector. And yeah. I have there's to, not going going back. I mean, that's the one thing that I looked at. Troy, that's his name. I said, you are going to accept the responsibility of protecting my daughter. Yeah. And as long as you can do that, you're fine. By that's me. a that's mm-hmm. a very and my daughter is fixing to turn six, so you know I'm not there yet where you are. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's long, 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 it's long twenty years, long way away, it's twenty years. Um, <laughs> but 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 I'm already feeling that. Like I yeah. don't know how I'm going to, and it makes me respect uh, my father-in-law even more. I don't know how I'm going to hand that mantle off. That okay, now it's your your job to look after and protect and support my you know see, I, 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 I see why your dad that, that we have an infamous wedding photo where Alyssa Aww. he walked her down the aisle I mean we actually have it in a photo and Alyssa's like looking at me you can tell but he's like just it looking up in the air like eyes closed like you could tell it was Almost painful. And I was baby oh, that's girl. That's a long walk. He yeah, had, it's a long, a long walk. walk. He had three daughters, and I was the baby. Yeah, so. and, and but 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 I'm starting to I'm starting to figure that out. But but that goes with the fact of men are supposed to be protective of women. Like Absolutely. like that's just a natural. But thing I think that's, that's where supposed to be. There's nothing a, offensive about it. That's where culturally, even in the schools, and we talked about this almost every podcast now. It's just being just pushed so hard. You can't be a princess. You can't be a prince. We all need to or be on Or vice versa. You can be a or princess be, or a prince if you want. And it's confusing. Yeah. It's confusing. And there's no grounding. And that's why it's so scary. And we keep preaching on the family's job now, especially. Always has been, but especially now. To show your children. You know, mm-hmm. take them on the daddy-daughter day. I mean, they need to know yeah. roles. That's important. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, that's bad. I Don't think we that. even live in a society now that if if you had a daddy-daughter day, like some people would find it weird and have issue with it. Like, why why are you taking well, your, issue with everything why are you now, taking though. your daughter out on a date? Well, no, you know, there have been sicko. places that canceled daddy-daughter yeah, days. Yeah, that's it, what I'm saying. They canceled it, it, yeah. it, it it's, Why can't mom just come? De- yeah no no well no i think now in in the because we're we are and we talked about this last podcast with the sexualization of children in the school and stuff like this mm-hmm. i think we live in a society now that we've sexualized children so much that a grown adult dad can't take his daughter out on a date and i'm doing the quotation marks because people would view it as this horrible thing that it's actually not supposed to be yeah. you know there's no sexuality in it at all it's to show your daughter what a man should treat you like right. when you go out on a date there's yeah. no sexuality in it 
people, disgusting people, are actually putting that into that situation. Yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah. And, and and it's just, I don't know, man. It, it's weird. Where Hashtag Dear America, let us know what you think. Is chivalry dead, or is it simply in a stranglehold of modern-day feminism? Mm-hmm. Uh, let, let us know what you think. I would be curious to hear. Uh, Alyssa, what do you got? It's not amazing, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so things are getting weird in Virginia. So apparently, I know, seems many residents have been visited by a strange person wearing a television set on their head who has been leaving vintage TVs on their porches since Sunday. Yeah, I saw this. Talk Hmm. about a big emotional spike and letdown. Someone saw him, though. He squats (laughs) down, puts the TV there, walks away. It's really weird. No one understands why he's doing this. He hasn't said any reason. He just has a TV on his head. I want to know multiple things. Why do you have a TV on your head? Where are you getting all these Two, old TVs? How did you get it on your head? Three, where the crap are you getting these old TVs Vintage from? TVs. And four, I don't even know where to go to find a VHS tape anymore. I, like, what am I supposed to do? How did you get out of the psych ward? Is yeah. what I want to know. Do you know, like, <laughs> like aux, auxiliary so cables weird. in the wall are different now. You know, we we don't have the one that's got like the freaking needle in the middle that's probably in a anymore. hoarder. You know a hoarder trying to get I, rid of all his I don't, TVs. I don't okay, understand Okay, I have one all. more. I got one more. Okay. This woman took her dog, Lola, to get her trim, her nails cut, her teeth clean. But instead, when she she picked up Lola, quote, I noticed they shaved her eyebrows off and tried to fix the mistake by drawing green eyebrows on her. People drawing on things again. Sharpie. It's the Sharpie thing. Yeah, if you could see her, though. (laughs) The dog's underside was also pink. And um, yeah, so she reported she was not happy because Lola's eyebrows were green. Uh wow, that, Lola must have been so. People with their animals, man, Lola always was. freak me out a little bit. Like I get you have animals, you love them. I, I understand they're not people. Calm down. Speaking of animals, oh, no. Ducky was close. A new research paper published last week by a staff member at the Women's Studies Department at SUNY Brockport makes the case that dairy industry production oh, yeah. is raping and sexually assaulting cows. Yeah, oh, are you serious? You see what I mean? We're over-sexualizing everything. Now you're raping cows. You didn't ask that cow for consent to milk it. Because it's a cow. You know what? The cow is appreciative. I don't have to ask that cow nothing. Anywhere on a farm, you would know a cow needs to be milked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. It's stupid people that have no idea what it's actually. They've probably never even been around a cow. Probably not. (laughs) But you know what is amazing is that someone is sending their kid Mm -hmm. to that that college Mm-hmm. And it's probably expensive yeah. to get a degree in women's studies from a professor like that. And then they come out and complain about debt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's exactly it's exactly the point. People are dumb, man. Alyssa gets mad at me because I, I throw idiot and dumb around too much. People are dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. Uh, dumb. Speaking about this, Jake, I think it was you that said this. So if not, go with it like it was you. Um, <laughs> Roll with it. Didn't you say The Matrix is one of your favorite movies? I did. Okay. Did you yeah. hear that a fourth Matrix has been confirmed uh, with Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss yeah. both reprising their roles as uh, Trinity and Neo? Not sure how I feel. About Are they going to have their kids? I, no, we're going to find it's, out that John Wick has actually been in the Matrix the whole time. Yes. That's going to be the uh, yeah. uh, the the, the, See, the deal I would, there. I would say Keanu, you're doing great with the John Wick. He is. Stick with it. Stick with it. Well, he's also brought yeah. back Bill and Ted, which I'm super pumped no, about. I love There's a third John Bill and Wick. Ted uh, coming. Maybe, premise, maybe Bill and Ted 
travel back in time before Neo <laughs> breaks down the Matrix. And now Keanu Reeves and Trinity both have to fix the Matrix again mm-hmm. before Bill and Ted can go back into the future to tell John Wick 4 it doesn't <laughs> oh, need to happen. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know what Bill and Ted is. I just blew everybody's mind yeah, you did. on did. the podcast. Hashtag Dear America. Let me know if you think we that Keanu should uh, take that movie. We did see Hobbs and Shaw last night. And it was good. We did oh, go yeah. see Hobbs oh, and Shaw. It was good. It is the most... It's outlandishly good. unrealistic movie ever, but it's a good time. It's a good Got time. Got Jason Statham in it. Of course the it's not Rock realistic. The Rock literally holds one arm onto <laughs> a truck and a, a a chain in the other and holds an airplane or a helicopter. Have you seen like, that, man? Literally it's holds possible. it. So, you know, but 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 it's a good Come it's on. a good time. That's also, very sexist of you. Uh, also, Spider-Man, man. <laughs> Spider-Man has been pulled out of the Marvel Universe because... Why? Talks broke down between yeah. Sony, who owns the rights to Spider-Man, oh. and Marvel. So there will be no more Spider-Man well, movies. Right right Spider-Woman. Yeah, they I can mean, do that. Sony owns the rights. Wow. So so we could have just had the very last Spider-Man movie. Can't really we just like all get along? Can't we Amen. all just make cool movies for yeah. people to watch? Jeez. Apparently not. All right. Uh, one other thing, a uh, funny thing, and then we're going to get into something more serious. Um, ne- Nevada County issuing emergency declaration in advance of the storm of Area 51. <laughs> so apparently this thing has gained so much traction now that, that, that Nevada County is like, uh... I think it turned into a musical festival. Maybe right? maybe we should... Uh, no, Nevada County issuing emergency declaration. Right. Yeah, because they're like, there's fixing to be a lot of stupid people coming here. Probably. <laughs> but I, I think the founder turned it into a music festival. It's too though. late, man. You can't do yeah, that to save gonna... face. It's done. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try to storm we'll Sir, see. I'm very curious yeah. of your thoughts on this now. So this is something near and dear to my heart. It is not unknown since El Paso and Dayton that yep. guns are under attack. The yep. Second Amendment is under attack again. Even uh, from prominent Republican figures, even, there, there seems to be support of red flag laws. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, a poll that I do not trust that said the majority polls. of Americans actually support Red flag laws Republicans. Now. Yeah, Republican yeah. Americans. I'm like, who are you talking to? Because I've seen nothing but adamant non-support of red flag, mm. red, red flag laws, red flag laws. Mm-hmm. So the master of all things uh, guns, David Hogg, uh. has now come on and he's spreading his lies again. And I hate it because David Hogg just goes so far, like his tweets go everywhere. All right. And here's the lie. Bernie Sanders has done this. Every Democratic person has spread this lie. And and I'm going to read it first and see if you guys pick up on the lie. Gun violence is an epidemic that claims nearly 40,000 lives every year. Gun violence is an epidemic that claims nearly 40,000 lives every year. Gun deaths. Gun-related deaths claim 40,000 lives every single year. By saying gun violence... What the left is trying to do is make you believe that it's these white guys with ARs mm-hmm. that are going and shooting all these people. So 40,000 people are dying. Because, no, actually. Suicide isn't violence. The vast right? majority and of that suicide is suicide. Is, yeah, that's the yes. number one cause. And, and full disclosure, I'm a board member for the National Rifle Association and 
uh, endowment and benefactor member for the Texas State Rifle Association. David Hogg needs to shut up. First and foremost, he <laughs> needs to understand. I concur. He needs to understand what happened at Parkland. Yeah. Parkland was not had anything to do with guns. It had everything to do with the failure of law enforcement. Yep. The FBI had been tipped off for, with Nicholas Cruz. Multiple for, times. 45 visits, uh, local law enforcement, to Nicholas Cruz's home. Yeah. The Broward uh, School Board, the Broward uh, School System, knew about his violence, that he had been expelled. But because of the Obama-era promise program, he was never reported. Mm-hmm. Florida already has a thing called the Baker Act. They could have acted on the Baker Act. So, again, facts mean something. Yeah. The other thing about gun-related deaths is that if you were to extract, uh, let me see, Baltimore, Chicago, Detroit, and Washington, D.C., we would not have a gun-related death problem in the United States of America. You yeah. saw what just happened in Philadelphia. That guy did not go through any universal, any background check whatsoever. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he had... I think three or four pages long rap sheet. You hear about these red flag laws that are popping up that people want to have. This is a complete violation of your constitutional rights, your second and your fourth amendment. Give you a case in point. A reaction of the uh, the, the shooting in Parkland, 18 states enacted uh, red flag laws. Right. Last November in Maryland, 61-year-old Gary Willis lost his life. 5.17 in the morning, police show up at his residence to uh, serve a red flag protection order. 5.17 in the morning. Now, someone comes banging on your door at 5.17 in the morning. What's the first thing you're going to do? We got problems. Yeah, I'm getting guns. Right. Yeah. And so he went to the door with his firearm. The police shot him. Yeah. No one knows who the police are that shot him. No one knows who turned in a red flag protection order against him. No one has ever seen the red flag protection order. Mm. Now, just recently in Florida, uh, two weeks ago, Jonathan Carpenter, Jonathan Carpenter gets a certified letter from the state of Florida saying that your concealed carry permit has been revoked. You need to come in and uh, adjudicate this. So he comes in and it comes to be that he has been completely mistaken for another Jonathan Carpenter, who is a real criminal that someone made a complaint about domestic abuse. on. Hmm. They still took his weapons. Oh. Yeah, of course. They still took his weapons. He still has to go through a court hearing that he will have to pay for. And the person that made the claim against the other Jonathan Carpenter has to come to the court and say, this is not that Jonathan Carpenter. This is what red flag laws do. Yeah. And so they're, they're silly. They're insidious. They're a violation of our constitutional rights to what the left wants to do. All of a sudden, Graham, someone's listening to your podcast. Oh, it's, oh, it would happen within a week. Yeah. Within a week, I'd have police at my house. That Graham Allen guy. That Graham Allen. You, you can't trust him. And, and so that's what the left wants. And shame on any Republican that goes down the path to support this. And, no. and I'm calling you out, Lindsey Graham. Shame on you no. for getting in bed with uh, Richard Blumenthal. I think that I think that on the surface it sounded like a good idea, but I think if like, you like FISA courts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. of course, sound like a good idea until it got into the hands of the wrong people. Well, yep. yeah. you know, uh, laws are not supposed to be emotionally based. Laws are supposed to be black and white. And at the end of the day, you got to look at the Constitution. Does the Constitution support red flag laws? And I think that the abundant answer is no, it no. does not. So anyway, I agree. But but that's a good thing to pay attention to when people say gun violence. It, it is blatantly dishonest what they're saying what they're really talking about is gun related deaths and uh 
the vast majority of those are self-inflicted. And and just for historical reference, in 2011, Hugo Chavez banned private gun ownership in Venezuela mm. because he said he wanted to curtail gun violence. Yeah. And look at mm. what is happening to oh, the yeah. people there today. Yeah. It is. It has been repeated in history so many times at this point. But, you know. And th- just to clarify about Trump. Uh, he is backing down. Oh, now, right? yeah, he is. Because <laughs> uh, I, I see him as a master of the media, and I think he said that to kind of ease the left a little bit until the next big story happened, and he'd slowly back away from it because uh, everybody's kind of moved on we, to we the next. We called it here. I said, I don't, I don't see it gaining momentum, the president being behind red People's flag short-term laws. memories. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he, he would lose re-election. Anything, yeah, everything in the media, everything, social media, everything has about a seven to 10 day shelf life. If yeah. it's really big, if it's really big, if it's not super big, about three days. Yeah. Uh, but really huge things have about a seven to 10 day shelf life. So let's talk about something that's really big in the news right now. And this is probably going to be our last big topic sir but i'd love to get your thoughts on it um and this happened on cnn two nights ago they were talking about uh the talib omar israel (laughs) ban and you know their press conference about it and basically it's chris cuomo and they've got some white guy on there i don't know his name i'm not going to pretend to and they've got angela rye and they're they're debating i don't know if you guys can see the uh the screenshot here they're debating about this whole incident and situation and somehow it ends up getting in there the white guy starts going on a tangent and he starts talking about terrorists and terrorism and stuff like that i'm assuming it has to do you know with palestine and all that other kind of stuff but the clip shows apparently that word set her off hijacking yeah hijacking and terrorists uh and she basically starts going on this tangent of i mean she gets straight up she takes it back to the block in this. I mean, she starts like snapping her fingers, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And she ends up saying that the greatest terrorist threat that America faces is white Republican men. Like that is, that is according to her, is this, is this a thought because CNN would have you believe that the African American community, like this is a common, like narrative that they all believe in unison that, that, that white Republican men are the biggest threat to Americans. I, I, I'm just curious your thoughts. I mean, is this something that you've seen? I, I mean, of course not. I, I mean, look, and, and I know Angela Rice. She was the executive director of the Congressional Black Caucus when I was in the Congressional Black Caucus. Oh, but, OK. I didn't know. But I will tell you that she has gone off the reservation. Not she has gone off the planet. No. Uh, and, and, and I think that this is a lot of hyperbole. But what is really concerning a lot of people in the, the black progressive socialist leftist movement is that people are waking up. You want to talk about people being woke. I mean, yeah. look at Candace Owens, what she has done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so black conservatism is a growing thing. And, and what they have to try to do is stoke these racism, you know, fires so much. Mm. And again, if you just look at the history of the Democrat Party, there was not a, a white Republican president that invited, you know, the Ku Klux Klan into the White House to show the movie Birth of the Nation. Right? Yeah, okay? exactly. And, and 
you know, if you go back and study Lyndon Johnson, I mean, mm. Lyndon Johnson didn't want to have the Civil Rights Act passed because he was being benevolent. He saw a window of opportunity, and he said something very racist when he uh, on Under Air Deers. Force One. That's yes, right. No, 200. 200 years. We'll have uh-huh. him voting for us for 200 years. And when he didn't say us, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, again, we have to have those voices that counter that narrative. And, and they, if they continue down this path believing that everyone that does not think or believe as they do, and you have a certain skin color, you're a racist, you're a white nationalist, whatever, they're going to lose horribly yeah. next year. They're going to chase... They're going to chase people out of their party. That's why you have this hashtag walk away yeah. party. And, yeah. and even Pierce Morgan, not is it? Is yeah, it? Pierce Morgan. Yeah, Pierce Morgan has come out and said that these people are now fascists. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, that was talking to Ben Shapiro. Shapiro. Yeah, yeah, they had like a like a reuniting of them because it was the Pierce Morgan interview that really kind of set ben Shapiro's, yeah. ben Shapiro's career off so they were they were having a thing but he said that as well speaking of that same interview and stoking the flames of racism the white guy's talking about ilhan and talib mm-hmm. and he says you know and these folks uh blah 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 and she says these folks yeah. you know like how was that racist that's not like that's these not. folks well they're triggered by everything yeah exactly. every single phrase yeah. like these people these i people. say that all the time these people over here man they don't know what they're talking about i could be talking about anybody yeah a bunch yeah. of white people over there. those people don't know what they're t- you yeah. know what i mean these yeah. women yeah these women yeah what do you mean these women was i supposed to say those women well, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's that unrighteous indignation mm that is turning people off. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think that people are just getting tired of the constant whining yeah. all the time and the constant turmoil of the left, not liberals, mm-hmm. the left. Yeah. Everything is a problem. Everything. Every, everything. Well, it's just like to, to leave an Omar. If we want to talk about how this whole thing got started, they have to understand there's consequences to your actions. Yeah. There's consequences to your statements and these positions that you're taking. So not everyone has to sit around and just roll over and play dead for you to walk on them. And so here you have a country that you have pretty much so come out and said, we don't want you to exist. They're going to say, oh, well, heck no. Yeah. You're not coming into our country. If that's your belief. You're not going to use this as an opportunity to politicize. And furthermore, the, the organization that's sponsoring you to come mm-hmm. over here is a terrorist organization. They're yeah. affiliated with terrorists. So, yeah, no, that, that I, reminds me of a video. One of my favorite videos of you uh, in New York, I think. You were speaking at an event in New York. You were on the Dear America podcast, and it was a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> Besides this video Besides that you are watching now, folks. Right that was about 11 years ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> and you got really passionate, and, and you said something like, and we must stand up and defend uh, against the enemies of Israel and the enemies of this country. And just the way you said it gives me goosebumps every time. But if you're talking about enemies of Israel, they're in the Congress right now. Yeah, They are in the yeah, Congress. And, and I will tell you something. They should not have a security clearance. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, I completely agree. If you said the things that they say in the military, Gone. you'd be done. Oh, yeah. Gone. Done. Your security clearance is revoked. revoked. I yep. mean, all this. It is, it is mind-boggling to me that, that they are even where they are um and it has nothing to do with them being women of color no nothing it has to do with they are psychopaths well and they and and they always want to try to we're the victims yeah Mm -hmm. 
We can go out here and we can say that we need to have sanctions on Israel just like So what if Nazi we were going to have meetings in Israel with people that want to destroy Israel? So what? How dare you silence yeah. me to be able to, Yeah, not? we're silencing you. You oh, And they use words like people of color. Like yeah. you're making, women, women of color. Well, women of women color too. Of color. It's like, are you bringing yourself back in time? Like, yeah. no one says people of color. Nobody says that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just no. We don't. That was see, racist. Like we 10 don't years see ago. women of color. We see just you are ignorant people. You, you're a United States congressional representative. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Act like that. Yeah. yeah. And, and and again, if you don't want to. You know, if you want to take these positions, there are consequences. Yep. yep. Omar's press conference, someone made a comment. It's not my words, but I thought it was great. They said, after watching this, you would not think that she was a elected representative for Wisconsin's or Minnesota's 5th Minnesota, yeah. district. You would think that she was a representative for Palestine. Yeah. It's it, it, to, to listen to her speak the things that she's super passionate about. Pay attention to what people are super passionate That's about. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything that she is super passionate about is anti-American and anti-Israel. Yep. Everything, everything, literally everything. Look at all her tweets. Look at every press conference she's had. Look at every major standpoint she's on. It's anti-American, anti-Israel. And the fact that she's, I don't know. I think, I think we ought to be able to remove people. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe I'll get in trouble for that. I mean, you got to go her through voters, a process. Her voters have to do it. Yeah, the yeah. voters have to do it her at the end of the day. And that's the best way to do it because emotions can get removed out of it by doing it that way. So I, I nod my hat to that, that we should probably just vote her out. Anyway, <laughs> sir, thank you so much Always for coming. Yeah. One yeah. more time, where can people go sure. to find what's going on with you and where they can support you? Uh, the old school patriot.com and uh, I'm on you know Twitter and Instagram and everything but for our campaign to be the chairman of the Republican Party of Texas is West number four texas.com West for Texas West for Texas.com make I sure get. to check it out Alyssa where can they find you Alyssa Allen on Instagram and Facebook Jake find me on Instagram at producer underscore Jake and I am Graham Allen you know that because you're listening to this podcast but you can find me pretty much anywhere just by googling me thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Dear America podcast and we'll see you again next time see you